Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. Charles Philip Arthur George, also known as Charles III, is King of the United Kingdom and the 14 other Commonwealth realms. On May 6, 2023, the Archbishop of Canterbury will lead the coronation for King Charles. We recently sat down for tea with our friend and former guest, Laura Stockett Roberts, to discuss ways us Southerners can celebrate and the origins of taking tea. Laura is a native of Mississippi and lives here in Nashville with her husband and sons. She creates fantastic videos that show us exactly how to handle the old things, how to care for them, use them, and just love on them. She writes, entertains, and is just a lovely Southerner. So grab your cup and meet me at the table. I'm Lainey. And I'm Laura Beth. And we are Steel Magnolias. The strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South. And we've got plenty of room at our table. So pull up a chair. Before we get into today's episode, we want you to mark your calendar. We are going to be celebrating our 200th episode very soon. So mark your calendar, April 30th from 4 to 6 p.m. We are going to have a little celebration at the brand new Skylight Bar at the factory at Franklin, Tennessee. The first 15 of y'all that come are going to get an official Steel Magnolias t-shirt. And we just want to meet you. So mark your calendar and come on by. Well, I think one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is the people that we have been able to meet, like our guest today, who was literally introduced to me because of our mutual love of Southern culture and preservation. So we are excited to have back at the table for a three-peat guest, (laughs) Miss Laura Stockett-Roberts is with us today to talk about coronation (laughs) and tea, taking tea, celebrating the upcoming coronation so so exciting we're just so glad you're here oh i'm delighted to be here thank you for having me this is one of my favorite places to be (laughs) oh well it's you're one of our favorite people to have at the table mutual admiration society (laughs) that's right well king charles iii's coronation will take place on saturday the 6th of may at westminster abbey in london wow That's soon. That's why we wanted to release this now is if you want to actually celebrate by having tea, 
and just doing You're all things yet another reason to have friends over that's right yes you can it's also the same day as kentucky derby so you could do this in the early part of the day derby in the late part of the day well, it's funny you mentioned that we did an episode once on why southerners love the royal family and a lot of it that we pointed to is horse well, related. It's equestrian related. Yes. It's yeah, that's the, red. Yeah, uh-huh. it's the the pomp and circumstance of of Derby Day chasing, steeple chasing, horse yes. yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Well, the United Kingdom hasn't had a coronation in seventy years. Wow. So that I mean, wow. Queen Elizabeth's reign was just so unbelievable. Monumental. I know. So yeah. there's probably tons of staff whose even parents weren't even a part of yeah the last 1953 right yeah. 1953 exactly right. they're like do we have a handbook yeah. on <laughs> what the process is here well many of the traditions from 1953 when queen elizabeth was crowned will be similar but they've also made a lot of modern adjustments to this grand event and to for the changing times yes and so this will be interesting to see how everything looks and charles will be the oldest ever person to assume the british throne wow oh, wow i didn't think about that wow so, that makes sense though he's how old is he 70 something okay oh, yeah he's in his 70s and i think okay. she was 25 Am she I was right? 25 was she 25 oh. she was 25 i think <laughs> that's exactly right he's 74 i just had to look it up well Let's talk, what is a coronation? Can yes. I, can we no, go into that us, a little bit? Us, yes. Okay. Not to be confused with King Charles's accession, because that happened when Elizabeth passed away. Okay. He automatically. Oh, kind of immediately. Yes. Okay. That's yes. right. Okay. So that was on September 10th. They had like a formal proclaiming him as king. Okay. He's in charge. But the coronation, for all intents and purposes, is a more of a like religious ceremony. Okay. It dates back to 1154. Oh, wow. Whoa. And it's the, according to the Royal Collection Trust, I'll just read this. It is the formal investiture of a monarch with their regal powers. So the Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, will bless the new sovereign and anoint him with holy oil from the Mount of Olives oh, in wow. Jerusalem. Wow. The oil is poured over him it's uh from a golden vessel shaped like an eagle into the coronation spoon okay and this is just a a very it's a very big deal yeah um i don't even know i don't know to go into i know i just i didn't realize until i saw the crown jewels and you there in london you get to see some of the vessels that are used. the things that are used right the uh i didn't realize you know, here I am, American, separation of church and state, didn't realize just what this role all entailed. Yeah. Well, and everything is very symbolic. I've seen um, a coffee table book that has a lot of those coronation jewels. Okay. And there's that orb that represents the earth and it's diamond encrusted orb that he'll hold and it's just there's and it's the supposed to be symbolic of yes so um everything wow. means something and it is very much a religious ceremony from what i understand also so yeah um, but i didn't know all of this it's very fascinating and alongside him will be camilla the queen consort yes also being they've said she will this. be a queen she will yes yeah, yeah. 
Interesting. But she would not hold any religious authority, I don't think. So, yeah. I think it's just him. I think it's just him. him. I think it's just him. That's a big role. Yeah, it's it's quite interesting. Heavy, weighty. Very weighty. Wow. So, yeah, we're going to, in a minute, talk about how we're going to celebrate here in the (laughs) States. But they're celebrating. It's not just a coronation ceremony and then they all go home. That's right. In fact, there's a few things that have already started in the sense of, like, there's a booklet of daily prayers that has already started for people who are part of the Church of England to participate in. Wow. Again, because this is a religious ceremony. There's a procession, then the actual coronation, which will specific things that the congregants will say. Okay. And, and okay. attendees okay. will say. Okay. A lot God of liturgy. The king. Yes. <laughs> a lot of liturgy, yes. liturgy there. Yeah. The anointing, yep. like mm-hmm. we mentioned, the oath, the investiture. But there's also after the coronation, parties. Party. And, you know, music acts. Yeah. And, if they're all dressed up, all of that yeah, as well. They're not just so, going home. I know. <laughs> or maybe they do wardrobe changes. I don't know. No, I, don't. I bet they will because they'll come out to the balcony, won't they? <laughs> they'll, and you know and they're having They haven't said who inside. all will be on the balcony. On the balcony. But okay. we know Harry is going to be in attendance and Megan is not. Okay. Did hear that. That's right. Um, and then I know there's even been controversy on who's willing to participate as musicians, you know? Because oh, some yes. of them yes. were not That's gonna, right. That's right. Yes. I saw that celebrate this but Lionel Richie and Katy Perry and Andre Botticelli are all going They're to be all going. Uh, at the May 7th okay concert okay that's fine um, and then they're so, going to do American Idol tryouts right, right after I was that, thinking that too I know <laughs> so funny that's amazing um, but if you do want to um participate in the music there is a Spotify playlist coronation celebration playlist that you can tap into that um oh my gosh i'll link to it in the show notes that's so fun that's so fun i love that well laura do you say do you say taking tea or having tea what what do you say i say taking tea i don't know why yeah um yeah i hear it both ways it's perhaps because it was originally medicinal maybe it's like taking medicine yeah because very early it was considered like this magical medicinal uh, yeah. healing thing that, that makes, makes perfect yeah. sense so totally. maybe that's, I've heard that, it both maybe ways that's as the well. entomology of that phrase mm-hmm. but i don't know why i say taking tea but maybe yeah. that's why yeah. yeah well it is quintessential yes. english custom that's, that's right for sure. and you were kind enough to actually have us over for tea yes and oh my gosh what a wonderful afternoon that was um but before we jump into kind of some of the wonderful things that you had out on the table and some of that Talk to us just kind of the genesis of, of tea or, or the lay, well, lay the foundation for us. Well, you know, I can't do something without going down a rabbit hole <laughs> and learning, uh, digging deep and um, kind That's of educating myself. Spirits. I know. I just find, um, you know, the history of things just so fascinating. So, um, of course, you know, the Chinese have been drinking tea since before Christ was born. Yes. Um, yes. yes. So they discovered... Um, the joys and the medicinal properties of tea a a very long time ago. The English started discovering tea in the mid-1600s. You know, things were starting to get imported, and boy, it really took off um, with them. Mm -hmm. So the... At the time, there was a new princess had married who would, I believe Charles, I think was the future king, and she was Portuguese, and she brought a um, tea set and tea as part of her dowry, 
and it really just became all the rage. So, you know, uh-huh. very much like today, we look to celebrities, whether it's, uh, I don't know, the Kardashians or whoever <laughs> you look up to or admire the things that they do. Yeah. It trickles down and everybody wants, you know, it's, to look like that or to wear that thing yeah. or have that thing. Well, it was very much the same exactly back then. Yeah. So this Portuguese princess came along and they, England had just started importing tea and she had brought with her as part of her dowry tons of tea and this massive uh, Chinese tea service. And it just really uh, became all the rage. So sets began to become collected tea caddies it starts progressing as the decades roll and just kind of the fad continues you know these locked caddies because you wouldn't want heavens your servants to come and get steal your tea tea, (laughs) one leaf you know you had to have a key have it locked oh my Um, goodness so back in the you know in the mid 1600s it was served, you know, the tea sets were the Chinese sets. I mean, that kind of, um, they didn't have, they had uh, handleless cups or bowls yes. that they drank out of. It didn't have what we think of as today. One sitting over oh, here. I don't know if you can see oh, it, but yeah. Oh, I do see With it. No, it's beautiful. Yeah. No handles. Uh, no handles. So um, that's very early on, and it was that kind of um, hand painted blue and white. Uh, Cantonware um, that that came came from China along with tea. I mean, you didn't have anything else to drink it out of. I mean, you had to get the Chinese tea set in order to <laughs> enjoy the Chinese tea. So, but as with all things, um, it began to become uh, democratized, right? You know. So of course, again, with if, at first, if you're uh, wanting some um, expensive brand that a celebrity wears, <laughs> you know, it's very expensive, but ultimately you can buy knockoffs on Amazon of the shoes or the bag or the whatever. Yeah, that's right. Right. Well, it's kind of as uh, the decades wear on, it begins to become more democratized. And so... Maybe um, no longer hand-painted, but... That's right. Maybe no (laughs) longer hand-painted and maybe no longer from China. So um, by the mid-1800s, the modern tea time was starting to really take hold. And so you had makers like Josiah Wedgwood and Spode and others, brands that we know today, that started making these sets because it starts coming down in price. It's not just for the highest, highest, you know, wealthiest people. It starts democratizing a little more. It's easier for other people to purchase it and buy these less expensive sets. You know, at first the sets, so at first you only bought your set of, you know, your teapot and the vessels from which to drink from China. Then there was kind of soft paste porcelain, very fine that was made. Then you start getting somebody like um, Wedgwood who really kept his prices down in order to make it sets, tea sets more accessible uh, to regular people. Um, So in the mid 1800s, the Duchess of Bedford started feeling a little peckish in the afternoon. So they used now, to eat dinner. this is what I have heard, this part of the yes, story. Yes, it's a great over story. Over years, yeah. Um, so, you know, supper time, dinner time. A Southerners say supper time. I don't know why. But anyway, <laughs> dinner time uh, back then was, you know, 8 p.m. Yeah. And if you had lunch or something midday, you might really be getting hungry in the middle, mm-hmm. you know, of the day there. Yeah. So, um, the Duchess of Bedford started calling for tea on a tray and with a few little nibbles, just not anything real heavy, just something to kind of tide her over. Um, and so by, you know, a few years later, she's inviting friends. 
a few decades later, it's starting to become a ritual. And again, it's kind of this craze takes over of tea time. And, and I so, think, was she, I believe she might have been one of the ladies in waiting under Victoria. I think that's right. And that's how, and once ah, Victoria started, Queen Victoria started doing it, then it, it was, was Katie bar the door. Right. Yes, you know, everybody yes. wanted to do it, <laughs> yes. you know. And so um, it, you know, there's ri- all, of course, rituals spring up around it. The garments that you wear, mm-hmm. how you look, how you act, taking the calling card and the whole <laughs> ritual of it. And yeah. so by that point... Um, you know, there's tea sets that have a hundred pieces and all wow. kinds of, there's sterling ones and the soft paste porcelain ones and there's dreg bowls and dregs bowls and all this. And so, so we see your, your class based on yes, what your that's tea right. set yes. looks that's like That's right. Now. How many parts it had and all of that. So, um, it really kind of became just a real, uh, craze and it, has this really stuck literally so, like their little fashionable social time yes. oh yes. Yes. Yeah. yes and getting invited to the right woman's tea was you know just uh, a social accomplishment or mm-hmm. social death if you didn't get invited <laughs> and you know um it's very much a part of the social fabric of yes. their lives for yes. sure yeah they may not have had social media but they had their own <laughs> social <laughs> that's statuses. exactly right that's exactly right and whoever someone had for tea you know it was got oh she had so and so for tea you know yeah. um so someone could go up a peg if they got (laughs) invited by the right woman's tea. So um, very, you know, ritual, uh, ritualistic uh, in in nature. So, um, and of course, you know, England is modern today and everybody, men and women, both work equally outside the workplace. Uh, I mean, outside the home. So, you know, you're probably not going to see maybe as much of it today, but they still do love tea and um, many of the rituals when they get a chance. And I think maybe that's why Americans, you know, we're all Anglophiles, I feel. <laughs> maybe Southerners especially. <laughs> I know. Um, and um, so I think that's why, you know, we just love the idea of a tea party. Yeah. And so, you know. Well, I was thinking too, like at that time for Victoria, think about how much they ruled and reigned over England. Yeah. And so if she was doing something and she's the esteemed person, then all of a sudden this is spreading. That's right. Way True. further than just in England. True. That's right. And so, I find it interesting when you um, travel at all, like if you happen to be on a cruise ship or something, they're going to have likely tea, afternoon tea. Yes. Because there's so many people from Australia or yes. from England or right. from India. In the Commonwealth, part of the Commonwealth. So this is yeah. why, yeah. you know. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so they're used to it. So yeah. we have to offer it. Yeah. That's so interesting. Well, so um, the love of tea did spread to America, of course. We had our own tea party here in the 1700s. <laughs> we <know>. sure did. <laughs> um, a slightly different kind of tea party. But, you know, early Dutch and English settlers brought tea and the love of tea um, when we were the colonies um, over to America. And our little Boston Tea Party notwithstanding, that, that did hang on over here as well. And um, they carried on that ritual but as with all things americans that takes take something from the british we change it up a little bit yes and so we put our on we we democratize things as well and put our <laughs> own spin on it and um so you know our country by the time victoria came along and the real afternoon tea you know we were already growing as a country 
And, you know, I don't think afternoon tea didn't take off in as many circles, probably the uh, more posh circles of, you know, New York and Chicago, places like that, it did. But in most of America, it probably didn't take off as much as it did um, in Great Britain. But it was still, tea was still loved and um, kind of, we kind of harken back to mm-hmm. our English roots, those of us that have some. Although most people probably have at least a little drop of English blood, so... Now, if you are watching the coronation in central time, like we will be, that is 5 a.m. And the procession's even earlier than that. So if you are sleeping on wonderful cozy bedding or wonderful sheets like I am from Bull and Branch, maybe hard to make yourself get up. But these signature sheets are so buttery and wonderful, I can hardly stand getting up in the morning. And you know what? Best of all, Bowling Branch gives you a 30-night risk-free guarantee with free shipping and returns on all U.S. orders. So if you're wanting to try a wonderful buttery sheet to make your sleep better, I highly recommend trying Bowling Branch. Sleep better at night with these Bowling Branch sheets. And you can get 15% off your first order when you use promo code STEELMAGNOLIAS at bowlandbranch.com. That's B-O-L-L-A-N-D branch.com. Promo code Steel Magnolias. Exclusions apply, so see their site for details. So I think that's why we love celebrating that way. So I thought when I had y'all over, I thought, well, we should do a little dry run for the coronation. Because I think I'm going to have some friends over. Now, of course, we'll have to watch early in the morning here in the States. Yes. And really, tea tea time food um, really kind of fits with morning, actually. It does. Absolutely. It does. So one very brief thing as just a side note. So we often use here in the States the phrase high tea, and I think that most people assume when you say high tea that it means like it's fancier, it's the fanciest kind, because the word high, like yeah, it's the highest yeah, level. Yeah, high cotton. Highest level of fancy, <laughs> high cotton. We are all in high cotton here in the South. Um, but actually, it is not. It is considered um, more rustic and earthy. Oh. Farmers are would do have high tea it's got hot dishes it might have like a quiche type of dish or ham okay um so it and it was a little later in the evening and it might really could sub in for your supper okay um so it might high tea might be more like 6 p.m but it has hot foods and typically a tea you know if you've ever been to a fancy hotel or you know, there is nothing hot there. That's no, not no. Um, there is sweet and savory. There's sweet and savory, but it's not hot. It's not yeah. typically hot. Yeah. No, um, it's kind of cold sandwiches and little sweets. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just a- as a little uh, side note, a little excursus That's good. on I'm tea. Glad you said that. High tea is actually not fancier. Yeah, it's actually quite the opposite. Okay, but again, have your tea any way you want it. I mean, yes, if you want to <laughs> invite friends over and watch the coronation and have, you know, whatever you want to have. Yeah. You know, this is America. Do it how yes, you want. That's exactly. right. And we and we do always take that posture of it's more important that you open your door and have people yeah. than how you do it. Agree. Yeah. But agree. we like to inspire. And with it's fun to know. Some, that's it's, right. it's fun to at least know the origins and 
what was kind of the proper original way and how it came to be. Exactly. I just find that terribly fascinating because it ties to history. Yes. And I love history. I just always have. It was always one of my favorite classes, if not my favorite class in school. So I just find knowing terribly fascinating. Yes. Um, so I want to know. That doesn't mean I'll necessarily feel obligated to do it exactly yeah. that way. Sometimes I like to do it fancy. Sometimes I like a twist. Yeah. Um, so who knows? And but. technically, if you're if you're wanting to have people over and not do it early in the morning, you can record it if you've oh, got sure. the DVR you set You might even enjoy it and more than doing it do at it 5 a.m. You can. You yeah. absolutely can. Yeah. Yeah. So. You ha- yeah. You don't have to do it in the morning. I mean, record it's a Saturday, it. so it's not going to interfere with a lot of people's work day. But if you want to do it at 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock on Saturday. It. After, what if you recorded? did it at 2 and then you watch the Derby Five. I mean, that and would be just perfect. Have, and have the same. That derby house. doesn't last long, so does it? <laughs> That's so good. Um, so anyway, so I had y'all over for my dry yes. run. Yes, so um, wonderful. One of the first things that caught our attention was your beautiful arrangement right in the middle of the table. So tell us about what you did for that. Okay. Well, I took inspiration. So you know, um, they have fl- flowers that represent um, things. So. Uh, England's rose, so a rose, um, the uh, shamrock for Ireland, and a thistle for Scotland. Okay. And interestingly, the leek represents Wales. I didn't know how to put a leek in a floral arrangement. <laughs> I mean, you can put vegetables and things in a floral arrangement. I have no idea why a leek represents Wales. I guess they Aww, grow leeks there. Poor Wales. But <laughs> I know poor Wales. Something they floral. Leek, they deserve better know. than that. Um, I, although I do love like a leek. Um, frittata oh i love leeks but anyway um so the floral arrangement so and i just pretty. bought them at the grocery store you know you don't have to go to fancy i just bought them at whole foods yeah a potted shamrock just their red bunch of red roses yeah you know under ten dollars for the bunch yeah and dried uh thistles yeah. that they had there yeah. they sell them at trader joe's i mean at whole foods yeah and so i just had those three and i just it took about six minutes to throw together well it was beautiful beautiful so just so much thought to it I actually saw a um picture of the seal or whatever that they're using and it includes all of of those as well yeah that's really fun for the coronation yeah that's kind of fun yeah everything means something nothing is by accident with this coronation I mean every little thing that they put out means something um so anyway so that's you know well, that's that was good inspiration for so thoughtful right yes yeah. so thoughtful and, and intentional. then the, the foods for tea to me have so much um there's just dainty but lovely yes, yes. whether you make them homemade or you buy them already done it oozes just, femininity just it oozes does it, it with, does yeah all it the does. fancy little sandwiches without the crust it does and, yes yeah. um yeah. yeah. All the nipples are just pretty. That's yes. right. Well, and they feel also just very Southern, you know. Yeah. I mean, how Absolutely. many bridal teas have you been to, which aren't necessarily even like a hot tea, but the, we use the phrase bridal tea. Yeah. Or bridal shower or baby shower. Have you been to? And there's little crustless pimento cheese sandwiches yes. there. Yes. Um, Scones and quiches. That's and, right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so, um, did you have a cucumber sandwich? I had, um, I know you did pimento cheese. I did pimento cheese and I did, I think I did cucumber. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other one I did. Or a tomato. Oh, tomato. Tomato is what you did. Yes. Yes. And it was so good. So again, they probably, the proper, you know, sandwich, uh, list would have been cucumber. I mean, I thought about doing cucumber, 
you know, watercress. I don't salmon. Maybe mm-hmm. I bet they would have mm-hmm. would be part of a proper mm-hmm. English one. Mm-hmm. Maybe like smoked salmon. But of course, I'm southern, so I did pimento cheese and I did a tomato sandwich. That was perfect. so good. And scones and biscuits are so well. That's all cousins I mean, uh, too, right? That's, they're cousins. I mean, all. To my knowledge, all scones are, and they would say, we say scone, but they would say scone. I think okay. they pronounce it scone. Okay. Yeah, just, that's something else I learned. <laughs> but I have a hard time not saying scone. Scones. You know? <laughs> scone. Scones. Um, but they say scone, I believe. Okay. Um, and but those can be savory or sweet. They can be savory or sweet. They can be. But the clotted cream is important. Yeah. Too. Now there's a big debate, okay, on to the make. clotted cream. And you can make your own clotted cream. It's actually really easy to make. It is. Um, you just, it's basically you just pop it in a pan and put it in the oven on very, very low. Um, but, so there's a lot of drama and there's two different schools of thought on which goes first. Is it the cream or the jam? Oh. So, um, you, you're saying which goes first in terms of what do you so apply like if first? You bro- correct. Yes. And okay. that, so there's okay. a lot of politics involved. Okay. So Cornish, <laughs> the Cornish way is jam, then cream on top of that. Okay. Now see, I would think, well, yeah, that's the Cornish way. Jam, then cream on top of that. The Devonshire way is cream, then jam. Okay. Would you like to know which one the queen does? Yes. I've, I've read. Do tell. The Cornish way. Jam first then okay. cream okay so if if that now this is funny because i really just like the cream i don't really want the jam oh, you don't want the jam at all yeah so yeah. i guess that's why i haven't gotten in the politics oh I'm, you're, I'm out <laughs> you're out of the fray you're out of the fray i love it because <laughs> there's no jam at all well oh that's goodness. a little nugget for you from what i've read that that's it. how the queen does it but again we're americans do whatever you want yes yes um, tell us what kind of tea we had. Do you remember? So that tea, it was a loose tea. Now, again, obviously they would not, at proper tea would not have tea bags. That's a relatively modern, you know, in the last hundred years or so-ish, maybe yeah. a little more, invention. Um, but, if, but you do you, right? You do you. you do and you. I, if you want to have people use tea bags, use tea bags. I yeah. mean, the most important thing is to have people over and yes. entertain. Yes. And That's right. it's a reason to celebrate life and have people in your home that you love and to do something joyful and That's to right. serve them. Yeah. And there's such a joy in serving um, friends and loved ones. There really is. Um, so if that involves a tea bag, use a tea bag. <laughs> yes. But the tea that I served you, I served from a tea caddy um, and it was loose tea. And it was just, I went to a Asian market right in here in Nashville, Tennessee, and it's a Chinese tea. And wow. I, my son speaks Mandarin, so he could oh, that's tell right. you. He, he helped does. me pick it. Oh my gosh. I know, but I have no idea. It's just a. It was a black tea. That's all <laughs> I can tell you. Uh, he just said, "I think this one will be good," and he spoke to the person at the shop, and, and it was good. It that's was amazing. Uh, it, that is an amazing tea. Yeah. I wish I kept the package. Hopefully, he'll be able to remember. <laughs> I'll have to go back to that Asian market. And Always have son, him with take you. Take my Mandarin speaking son with me. <laughs> guarantee you yes. might be an anomaly in that's that right. one <laughs> that's right i might yes that's right um well, so so what you so the ritual is um you're actually supposed to have kind of two vessels one and go back and look at old episodes of downton abbey when they're taking tea mm-hmm. and they 
are typically seated around a table. They're not standing. Although, again, do you? I mean, like, however you (laughs) want to have your tea party. But it was typically a gathering of not a lot of women. Yeah, because you couldn't have good conversation if it was a huge group. You couldn't. So I would think it's four to six, maybe eight on the high end. It's kind of getting big. You need help probably at that point. But um, it was originally kind of for smaller gatherings, I think. Um, But so they typically are seated. And so you have a a tilting uh, kettle that has heat under it and that has has the hot water. And you tilt that and pour some of the hot water into your other kettle that you're gonna teapot that you're gonna serve out of. And that's the one that has the loose tea in the bottom of it. And then you'd need a strainer, um, because when you pour it out, you've got to set the strainer on top of the teacup Yes. to strain it out. And then you have to have a little bowl uh, called a dregs bowl or a waste bowl for you to tap out that uh, strainer. The wet, loose uh, tea. That's right. Okay. And so, you know, the, sur- the below stairs people would take the dregs and would, because they don't oh, instantly. Oh, and then make, like, make their a own. weaker. It's a weaker okay. version. But, um, oh, that's what they that's literally they got would, the leftovers. They literally got the leftovers. Wow. But that shows you how, you know, this culture of tea, you know, permeated all the way down. They desired wow. it too. They yeah. had to get it in a different way. Um, but wow. they would, you know, there was jockeying to get those dregs. Wow. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And typically, milk would be served alongside the tea, right? I had lemon, because again, I I feel like that's more of an American thing. You know, we have sweet tea with lemon here, (laughs) (laughs) which is a very American invention of tea, you know. Um, But we often have lemon in ours, so I had, you know, kind of paper-thin slices of lemon. Um, But they do typically put milk in theirs. But again, do whatever. Offer your your people whatever. (laughs) And then such cute little personalized uh, decor that you had found. Tell us about that. So I had um, little soldiers. Do you have pictures from that? I do. Y'all need to follow us on Instagram. Oh, are they going right. to go on Instagram? Yes. Okay, yeah. good. Yes. Okay. okay. So cute. Um, so I bought those little soldiers. I bought the, there's little um, lead, two little lead soldiers. And then there's these series of little cardboard Made in Germany, so I'm guessing they're kind of 1920s. I'm assuming it was probably part of a child's playset. Yeah. Um, that and you know a little boy would have been you know laying on his stomach playing with those, yes. setting them up, right. <laughs> yes. battle uh, like army men, modern yes. day little plastic army men. Well, it was the early version of that, and so I found those at Terrace Oaks Antique Mall in Charleston, South Carolina, back in 2019. And I just was charmed by them. I had no idea what I was going to do with them. None. Wow. But they, I bought, I think, about eight or ten of them in a lot. And I think they were maybe $2 a piece, $1.50 a piece for the whole lot together. So twenty less than $20, I think. But I just thought... They I'm were just, so perfect. Well, I've got sons. So and so I thought, well, I could always use these. You know, I like to put little things out at each dinner place setting. Yeah. You know, so I have sons. So I thought, well, maybe I'll use them for one of my boys' birthday party dinners. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. family dinner. 
But I buy a little stuff like that. Um, but that's the kind of thing you keep an eye out for at even garage sales. Like what charms figurines, you? Little exactly. Things. And just buy what charms you, and one day it's going to pop up. So they're little beefeater-looking yes. uh, British soldiers exactly what is what they like. are. Yes. And um, there's a couple of varieties of them, but they look British to me. They could be something else. I don't even they could be so German cute. or uh, German think, soldiers. Or I think mine even had like a little guard station. Didn't one it? of them. Yeah. The, that's yeah. one of the uh, yeah. metal ones. Yeah. One so of the, the lead ones has a little guard station. And so I just put those out and I put some of those on the plate Sometimes. that had the little sweets. And, you know, you can make your own uh, cookies or scones or little brownie squares, brownie bites, um, macaroons. Yes, yes, you could. But I will be honest with you, I, that's all store-bought. I did yeah. make the pimento cheese yeah. and the tomato sandwiches myself. Yeah. But uh, it was, I it could tell that me, was, it pains me that to say shredded. that I bought store-bought because, well, you know, that was kind of the great shame of my, I could hear my mother saying something about like, oh, store-bought food. Um, but there again. But do you, right? I figured it was better to have it you over. It had your touches all over That's right. it. I figured it, it was did. better to have you over and have my touches on it. And, yes. Um, have the joy of us spending an afternoon laughing and talking and That's enjoying right. each other than to not. Yes. So I figured the trade-off is, is you're going to get little whole food sweets, which is what I bought. Served on Laura's finest. That's right. (laughs) So that's right. Um, What other things would you recommend somebody include on their spread or in their decor? Is there anything else that would be fun and festive for somebody to put out? Well, you know, you can get and off of like Etsy, like little uh, bunting. You know, like they love bunting. Oh yeah, Yeah. they love with the little Union Jack. Yes, yeah. So go hop on Etsy. The other thing, now that would be something new, but I tell you something old that you can have on Etsy. And I showed you, I've got one one teacup and saucer. That was a commemorative teacup and saucer from, I think, um, maybe Queen Elizabeth's Golden Jubilee. Okay. Okay. Um, they, you know, they sell all these commemorative yes. things. Little wedge wood cup and salt, teacup and saucer very often. So a f- girlfriend who knows I'm an Anglophile sent me one. And you can get on Etsy and you can find a teacup and saucer from... When Queen Elizabeth's father was coronated, uh, th- that coronation. Wow. Yes, wow. and they aren't terribly expensive. So I think one really great thing if you're going to do this is hop on Etsy, find t- a commemorative, just Google, I mean, in the search bar on Etsy, put in like um, commemorative coronation teacup saucer as the words, and there will be dozens. Isn't oh, that so, funny? And you could get them for... And brands that I don't even know, really, just British, some British brand, but $20 for a teacup and saucer, and you yeah. think, okay, well, I'm going to have four or five people over, you know, maybe I'll do it and start a new set, you know. Well, and I... And they're all, I would have it be all mismatched, and I would think that's yeah, the, ch- I the think fun. That's it's fun. like, Ooh, which one did you get? I got yes. the Platinum Jubilee. Well, I got the Coronation. And, Absolutely. Yes. Um, so, I think that just makes it all the more interesting. I think so, When too. things are mismatched. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised. Um, I remember after making a trip to England and coming home and just making a trip to TJ Maxx, how many things they had there that were, they had shortbread that was straight oh, from Scotland yes, on the shelf. Uh, yes. Where I'm thinking, I, I just carried this stuff in a suitcase. <laughs> and it's at TJ Maxx. No one's even going to believe me. 
that I actually got it. I do there. love that shortbread. <laughs> and so there's things like that. Sometimes you just will be shocked. You might find on a shelf at TJ Maxx for Tuesday morning yep. that is British or Scottish yep. or. That's a great so point. Just there's keep your often, eyes open. There's often also a cake on a stand um, at tea. I think like a Madeira cake. How cute. Or. Um, Oh, the other cake is called uh, a sponge cake, a Victoria sponge. Okay. Now, I've okay. made a Victoria sponge from scratch, and it is divine. It has thin layer of jam in it and uh, heavy cream. Google uh, Victoria sponge cake. Okay. okay. And that Sounds would be like a good, a good thing uh-huh. to have. A cake on a stand. Yeah. Wow. So, little cookies, um, whatever little brownie bites you want to buy or make, little finger sandwiches of whatever. It doesn't have to be pimento cheese or tomato. It could just be... Little ham, yeah, ham finger sandwiches, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But just or you know, make your scones even be ham and ham. And you, cheese. you can have like a you can more do savory, savory scone. scone. You can do a savory well. scone. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. Because really, that's just a Southern biscuits cousin. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that absolutely a, a scone is just a Southern Miss Dolly's biscuits yes. <laughs> first cousin. <laughs> that's so great. Well, I hope this encourages you. That experience over at your house, as I was thinking about it after the fact, was the first time I had been invited to someone's home for tea, just for tea. Just for tea. Not yes. for a Bible study. Right. Not for a shower. Not for a, a meeting. Or a, right. It was just, just for tea. Just for tea. Just the three of us. And it was I hosted so delightful. two girlfriends when they turned 50. They had 50th birthdays that were within a month or two of each other. I hosted the two of them. The three of us are all good friends. And I just, it was just tea. It was essentially exactly, the table looked exactly as it did when I had you two there. Yeah. And we just talked. Yeah. Giggled, laughed. Yeah. Um, it. It's just, it really is a lovely way to entertain. I mean, you see why it took off with the British. Yeah. You see why it was such a craze and they love doing it. It is wonderful opportunity in the middle of the day to socialize to laugh and talk and uh, kind of knit together good um, for the soul it is it is yeah it is. and if you eat at four o'clock in the afternoon you're probably not going to eat as much later and that's, that's right. good for the body that's right that's <laughs> they, right they say that's those exactly small right. meals is that's the way to do your diet that's so right. yeah well may 6th y'all mark your calendars go ahead and start planning ahead and i also was thinking just in looking at the calendar if you're not into the coronation mother's day is coming very soon and this would be an incredible (gasps) thing to do for mother's day um if your mother has already passed then you could invite a friend over that's right and talk about your mother and the wonderful things um that you miss about her that you loved about her or there's what just a, a lot of idea. things that can can happen around tea. The so. key is just to don't be afraid. Yeah. Make it however it needs to be that fits into your life. If you work a busy job and are limited on time, don't let that frustrate it frustrate you from it. Yes. Just do, right. do the tea bags and buy everything from yes. Trader Joe's or Whole Foods. Yes. The key is just invite invite them in to yeah. your home, yeah. your, your friends, and who you want to have, yeah. and. Yeah. In, Laura, will you come back and see us again really soon? Uh, of course. I love to come we back. We so you know enjoy it. having y'all here. And guys, if you are not following us on Instagram, like we mentioned earlier, we're putting all kinds of photos and fun things from our tea party with Laura up this week. So that's Steel Magnolia's podcast on Instagram and Facebook. All right. Y'all have a great week. Happy tea celebrating. Until next time. Bye.